this is uh, another episode of the Movie Pod, episode 11. Uh, usually it's Mark's voice to start these things, but uh, I'm Daniel. I'm a writer for the Movie Buff, and uh, I thought I would be less awkward doing these intros, but apparently, same awkwardness. Oh, it's uh, going fine. And I'm joined by Matt Siobro, Matt Christopher. Wait, did I say Matt oh. Siobro? <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. Mark Siobro, Matt Christopher. Hey, hey guys, guys, this is Mark. Hey. <laughs> This is Matt. What's up? Nice to have you guys all here. Daniel, thanks for doing the introduction and joining us, as usual. Now it's up to you. All right. Uh, so, Dan- Daniel, Dan- we're going to be doing a horror a horror Halloween podcast. You know, obviously, today is October 30th. Tomorrow is the, the, the Holy Day. Day, Festival of Samhain, Hallow's Eve. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about... Four horror movies that we've watched, yeah. and Daniel is going to introduce the first one, and we'll go from there. Yeah, so there's like we have all bases covered: supernatural, there's a cold horror monster movie, and then uh, Adam Sandler for some fucking reason. Um, but we're just, we're just, uh, and we all brought our picks, but I think I monopolized the community pick with Yubi, uh, but. Uh, we're going to start with uh, my picks, which I hadn't seen before. Supernatural. I guess classic. I don't know. Paranormal Activity. The big sound footage one. High def camera on. My girlfriend Katie. She thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? I think we're going to have a very interesting time capturing whatever paranormal phenomena is occurring or is not occurring. Yeah, so we're talking about the first one. I know that Matt, Matt's yeah, an expert yeah. on this. I think there's what six, Matt, or how? What is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, there were six. Well, there's um, <laughs> one, two, and three are really, really good movies. Four is pretty bad. Five was that Mark once, which was abysmal. Yeah. Six is just like the series ends. Thankfully, thankfully. There's a six one. Is that a Ghost Dimension? Is that what yes. it's called? Yup. Okay. I think I've only seen okay. one, two, and three, and I was, I was happy to not watch anymore after that. But um, <laughs> the first one is yeah, the I first just, one is great. Yeah, I just watched the first one for the first time. So, okay. so let's. Start, so what did you? Oh, sorry. Let's do a round table. Okay. Uh, um, Daniel, do you want to state what you thought about the first one first, and then Matt can go, and then we can just go that way. Okay. Sure. Um, I thought this was scary. I thought it was very good, um, very well done. Didn't know what to really focus on sometimes, which I think is the appeal of it. Just like if I'm supposed to focus, because I, I find with these kind of movies, I'm always looking in the background. And uh, even though when you're supposed to watch the couple sleeping in bed, like you're um, looking for the stuff in the in the scene. Sorry, you're, you're looking for the stuff in the scene besides the people in the background. Is yeah, that what you're saying? I'm trying to study it to see if the, the, the yeah. shadow is going to come. Because, I mean, there's always the shadow on the doors at times. Yeah. And it, there's there's some mulls in this, but it but at night it gets creepy, and then it's also kind of creepy in the day, too. And I, I, I really I really liked this one. Like, I mean, it's, it was worth the... It came out in what? Wide release in 2009, so it was worth the wait for me to watch, to watch it 11 years later. <laughs> 2007. I don't, I don't yeah. think it loses well, anything. It, it streams... Stream, Screened at a festival in 2007. Wide release in 09. Yeah. It was filmed in 06. 
and then it for some reason it took two years to to come yeah, out wide. Six was a, was the date that I around that time. It's hard to believe. Yeah, it's, it's what happens, you know. And yeah. I mean, I haven't seen this one because I was I don't I'm not good with ghost stuff, so I was like, okay, like I'm honestly kind of spooked to watch paranormal activity, and it's like super intense. But I'm glad I finally watched it and had like the narge to you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pays off. All right, Matt. What's what's how, you want to answer, Dan? What are your? I mean, this is one of your favorite movies, I think. So, what are your thoughts? It is. It's definitely one of my uh, top top fifty, and definitely one of my favorite horror movies. Um, I love it. I think it's it's one of the best found footage movies. It was still when found footage was kind of new. Um, so, and it you know the found footage aspect in this movie makes sense, like why they're filming. It's not forced or anything. And yeah, it's really scary. It's atmospheric. I think if you watch it at night, it's uh, like the best thing to do. Turn your lights off and just sit down and watch this. And it's it's all stuff that we can kind of all relate to, you know? Like, hey, did I leave that door open or yeah, what was that noise? And you know, it's it's great. It's just a great movie. And yeah, like I was saying, the first, the second is good. The third one is actually really good. That's when it kind of starts getting going off the rails. But um, definitely, if you want to have fun one through three is a great uh great treat yeah i think i think what you're saying is like that's best about this is like and that's why kind of like two and three sour get soured for me because it's like once you know kind of like what to expect the filmmakers don't do a lot to like betray your you know expectations but the first one it's like it's 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 not like anything crazy that's going on it's like there's a demon stalking her and there's filming of this and things happen there's no like there's no like twist at the end or like oh this was really this was going on it's just straight up this thing's haunting her and it sucks and and we're gonna and we're gonna witness it and i think like the best found footage movies too it's like the real kind of like horror is like the the breakdown of not that it really breaks down, but the the strain on their relationship, how realistic their relationship is. The acting is really good. They're both and very believable as just kind of normal people. It's not, you know, Denzel Washington and, and Angelina Jolie as a couple. It's just <laughs> like regular people. Um, and, you know, it's like they have a normal life and this thing happens. And it, it is it's really believable, the progression. And it's kind of cool, too. There's no... Soundtrack, you know, there's no music or anything, which is a big thing for horror movies. And you know, and in this, it's just nothing in the background, and it just makes you really think you're watching two real people on tape. Sure. Yeah. Like, go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, Sorry. like with the, with, without the music, yeah, like it feels more like a authentic. And uh, though, to your point, though, with, with Mika and Katie, like I got the sense that Mika was the stupid character in every horror movie that makes all the wrong decisions, and Katie's the audience being like, you. Freaking dumbass! Don't bring a Ouija board home. Like, stay with me. Stay yeah. in here. Yeah. Uh, that well, that scene is so annoying when he does that because you know when he's. Yeah. I promise I will not buy a Ouija board. It's yeah. like yeah, you're just gonna steal one or you're gonna borrow a Ouija. Yeah, you but, know what he's gonna do. But you gotta, <laughs> where's my loophole? <laughs> you got, you got, yeah, but that's that's what's realistic about it. It's like, you know, so she's been, have, being stalked by a demon since she was eight years old. She, you know, this yeah. guy's like a a high powered like stockbroker. And he's like, this is really silly. And then at the end of it, when he realizes that it's not really silly, he gets like mad and starts like 
blaming her even though he still cares about her. It's it. I think it's a believable like representation. Yeah, I also really like the guy that plays the doctor. He's oh. only in uh, he's in that one scene, and then he comes in at the end. That scene in the end, towards the end when he comes back, oh, he's so afraid, and he's like, I, "I have to leave right now," you know. And they're pleading with him, and he just That's- turns around and goes. If if that Bro, scene please. if that scene wasn't in the movie, it wouldn't have been as good as it was. That was like yeah. the scene that made it. Like he's like, I need to leave. The, her last hope can't even stay. You know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now, now do, do you do you guys sleep with your door open or do you sleep with it closed? Because these weirdos, I thought it was so weird sleeping with the door open. I have mine is always closed. Mine's open. Oh. Weirdo. Weirdo. Mine's closed always. Well, did I'm they... not letting any ghosts come in the door. They kept it open so they could film down the hall. So maybe they don't normally have it closed. It was for maybe. yeah. It was for for you know thematic or retention. Well, you yeah. said she, they say because you can turn the camera up, you can see down the hallway this way. So let's put the camera yeah. here. And it's also because I mean, like with me, I was like, okay, I want to study the back out, see if there's anything creepy happening there. That, oh, that's what's that awesome. element would be taken out. Yeah, that movie. You like like you were saying. You you know you you're you're trained to watch the actor and actress in bed and then it's but your eyes are constantly looking around in the background it's a move yeah. you know and it's it's cool and there's probably a lot of things that you miss you know if you watch it just yeah. the first time you should watch it i'd like to re- again just i'd to, like to rewatch it yeah. yeah what did i miss that i see mm-hmm. now so yeah uh do you guys have a favorite found footage movie uh i would say that uh or cloverfield which i also really like I don't like Cloverfield. Oh my god! I mean, I liked it better the second time, but I uh, Cloverfield's great. I, I mean, love. I I'd say I don't know, but I don't know if you can qualify. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a found footage. All three of Which those one? could be favorites: Cloverfield, Paranormal, and I love Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't do anything for me. I mean, I know it started the genre, but no, my favorite's uh, Chronicle. Why is Chronicle? How they film on I've never even. I've never heard of Chronicle. It was a, a Josh Trank superhero one, and then oh. he uh, got it's thrown in director's jail after he did Fantastic Four. Oh, shit. I don't know. See, I mean, I just thought it was a really cool take on the superhero genre. But they're either, I, I like found footage movies usually. Um, you know, sometimes they just get ridiculous and they're stupid, and, you know, it's like, put the camera down. You're not acting like a normal person in this situation. Yeah, that's why the panel is <laughs> good, because it's like, okay, it makes sense that they're doing this, you know? By the yeah. time you get, like the fifth one or the sixth one, it's like, why are you like? There's like, somebody chasing you. Put the camera down, or you know, I don't know. But well, yeah, that was my I, that was my beef about all those the other the sequels was just like they they go bigger and better with like some of the effects and like what was like perfect about this is everything that happened like most of the stuff that happened was off camera except for like the one shadow and the door shutting. It was like a sound downstairs, a roar. Um, sure. You know, honestly, my only beef with the entire movie is the is the ending. I think it should have ended in the hallway, off screen, without you seeing like her come back in with that weird face and throw Mika. You know. Well, it, the, the original ending that was good. is her walking into the room and just killing herself, and they changed it because they wanted to make sequels. So right. that's it's the way. The, it, is now. Original, <laughs> it should have ended in the hallway the... with with nobody coming back, and that should have been it. <laughs> Pretty sure original ending is. Uh... Cops coming in and she has a knife and they yeah. shoot her. Yeah, yeah. Her own throat. <laughs> there's like three different ones that they wanted to use, but yeah, 
Um, that idea, that, yeah, that idea that you have though would be cool to just have like the screaming off camera in the hallway, and then just that's the end of it. You know, yeah. that would be that would be artistically brilliant. You know, not producing money with sequel after sequel well, yeah, after sequel. God so forbid we, God that, forbid we do off, that. That would just piss off the audience. That would give the critics a hard on. It would piss off the audience because <laughs> I wanted him to grab the camera. Oh, no, that was, he got up at the end when she gets dragged away, and then he comes back in and grabs the camera. <laughs> I mean, he did for the he grabbed the camera for the spider, so I was like, "Hey, that was like, so funny that scene." And she's like, "Did you stop? I'm screaming, and you stopped to get the camera." <laughs> yeah, he goes to get, he goes to get the camera for, um, just to film his own demise. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh, this would make a good. This is, Make a good scene. Yeah. <laughs> Spying director. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's it's a great. I mean, it's a great movie. You, at the first time I watched it, I was in a huge apartment that my brother and I had. All the lights off. <laughs> Finished watching it and immediately had to go outside and take a walk and talk to people. I'm like, I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm, I was not brave enough to watch this at night. I'll be honest. Like I love horror, but I prefer to watch it in the day. You should watch this one tonight with all the lights <laughs> off. My 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 paranoia is is too much. I just just person I love horror, but just person I am like like if I watch it at night, I, I'm I'm not going to bed till seven. <laughs> so, and he means seven a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now are we are we ready to go to Sweden for a Midsommar festival? We sure we sure Daniel, you're leading this this, this party I'm today, ready. so. I'm ready. I told you that I want to go to that festival in Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity and I decided Look, to I do it. I don't mind you going. I just wish you would have told me. That's all. That's not her again. Seriously? Babe, what's happening? Danny. I was so very sorry to hear about what happened. I invited Danny to come to Sweden. You know what she's been going through. Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. Okay, Midsommar. Now, now, could someone else start this one? Because I, I watched this last November 2019. I, so I I'll, I'll probably just I'll, I'll vibe off of you guys. I can start it since I just watched it a couple weeks ago. It was uh, the second uh, review of the month, actually, and it was my first review. Um, I I really liked it. It's uh, it's such a weird movie because uh, I watched Hereditary, um, expecting it to be amazing because everybody thought it was so it was so great, and I kind of didn't really love it. And okay. you know, I liked the the filmmaking aspect of it. But the over like the ending, I couldn't stand, and so I went into Midsummer with kind of the same thought. You know, this Ari Aster is this new filmmaker, and this is now his second movie. Liked it a lot better than Hereditary. Still didn't love the ending, but it was really good, and I really want to see more from him. So I'm like excited for the next one that he comes up with. Well, what didn't you like about the ending versus the movie well, itself? By the by the way, we have so many spoilers on this episode. We should probably just say oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, spoil shit. <laughs> We have so many what? There's spoilers. For hosts. If you haven't, if you haven't seen these movies, don't spoilers, Mark. <laughs> oh, spoilers! I got you. Okay. <laughs> what did you hear? <laughs> no, what I asked Matt was why he didn't like the ending. That's what the question was. So uh, this one or Hereditary? 
of of the Silmar? Well, it wasn't that I didn't like it. Um, it was just that I didn't love it compared to the rest of the movie. It's a very um, the movie itself is like a slow burn, and it's you know there's a lot of really intense, creepy parts, you know, and then the ending gets a little artsy and kind of a little carried away with. There's I don't know Dan if you remember like one specific yeah, the bear. Yeah, 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 the bear. I, I had the, the, bear the rape scene like with with oh, the, right. the guy. Like I was sitting there like, wait, what the hell is going on? And you know, it's like, oh man, he did it again. Ari Aster did it again, where he he brought me eighty five percent through, and I loved it. And then it was just like, no, what are you doing? And you know, it wasn't as bad as Hereditary, but it was still a little like, ugh. But all in all, I liked it. You know, it's a good movie. Um, it'll definitely leave you thinking about it, and that's a good thing when it's a horror movie, you know? Yeah. Now, now with me saying all those stuff about me watching The Shadows and Paranormal Activity, that's really because of Hereditary, with how much Aster fills the background in those movies. Like, with uh, the, the, the mom up, up in the corner of the room, like that kind oh, of stuff? That, yeah, that was a really scary part. Well, I mean, like, the thing that killed me on Hereditary, so now we now we go completely off the rails and start talking about it, this movie. Like, That's okay. I, it's I, one I, of the same. It. Well, yeah. I, like, really liked it up until the part where the sister's head was decapitated. And I didn't mind that it happened. But then when they cut back and show it the next day, and I'm just like, oh, come on, with the grossness. You don't need to show this. You know? I don't know. And then the ending was just completely, like, so stupid. Okay. I, I, I thought that, I thought that the decapitation was, like, so surprising. Like, I just... I, the wow, scene like, was super yeah. surprising. And the Alex Wolf, who's the brother, like, I thought is like, when he's just sitting in the car and it's quiet and the lights are flying, like, it looks so amazing. And yeah. it's like, the next day it cuts to the head on the ground with flies all over it. And I'm like, all right, really? Really, Ari? You had it, like, so good and you had to do it's, that? It's artsy. It's no, a, that was well. I, I was think saw-like. Well, <laughs> they are. We're in the middle of a, we're in the middle of a torture porn <laughs> decade, and I think that also like probably revisiting David Cronenberg's body horror, the exquisite gore, you know, the fly and scanners and all those types of head exploding things, you know. <laughs> That's yeah, kind of- I don't know. I mean, I, I just I, I back to Midsummer, like yeah. I. Uh, really want to see the next movie that he makes, you know, and I hope he's working on something right now. I'm just sure he probably is. He's only like 35 years old too. So it's cool. Yeah. Have, you know, a younger, it's like a young up and coming filmmaker. He's like, he's like Shyamalan was 20 years ago. Who? Oh, oh, Shyamalan. Shyamalan. <laughs> Shyamalan is the name, Daniel. Isn't it Shyamalan? No. Shyamalan. Like Shyamalan. Oh. Not oh. if you know him, it's Shyamalan. Yeah. The G is oh, silent okay. if you've been there. All right. yeah. <laughs> but you just said, <laughs> not if you've been there. Okay. okay. So I, did, I have no idea what you said. Well, Dan, Sorry, what what Dan, so Mark didn't watch Midsummer, right? No, I did not. Okay. Oh. Dan, what do you okay. remember Midsummer? Okay, I went through my review and I wrote some, some notes down. Um, I like I liked how like we're learning about this whole situation as the, the outsiders, like the American characters are are learning it because like they don't know what the hell they're getting into. Yeah, I thought that that, that that aspect is really interesting. Yeah, and I loved all the gaslighting in the movie with the uh, the boyfriend and Florence Pugh. And um, I was interested to learn like after like realizing that they never actually kiss in the movie. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe. I think you're probably right. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, I love Florence Pugh. She just was like, Yeah. Had such a good year. Did you, I had such a good year with like Little Woman and uh, Fighting with My Family. I don't know if you saw those. No, the only time, Midsummer is the only thing I've ever seen her in. Um, and, but she was like, you know, she was really good. And it was in kind of like Paranormal Activity. They're a very believable group of people. I, you know, I thought none of them were too over the top movie starish. Like they were all just seemingly like just regular people that you could see in this situation. Yeah. Now, did did Will Poulter being in this take you out of it? Because like he's probably the like for mainstream audiences, he's probably the best known for Maria Millers. Is right? that the friend guy? No, that's uh, the comic relief Mark. Oh, oh I, no, I I didn't recognize any of the other people. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I thought you might have recognized him. Did you ever see Bruce Millers? No. Ah, oh, okay. That makes sense. He uh, is a funny character. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> though, I haven't, though I haven't seen it, Jack Rayner I've seen before in Sing Street, and he's a great actor. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did you say, Matt? Yeah, he's, he's he plays Florence Pugh's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I know that. I'm he's a good at, actor, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's good I at Sing Street. I haven't seen Sing Street yet. You I mean, too. I mean, yeah. But um, though yeah, the reason I didn't re- rewatch this is because it's two and a half hours, and that's just that's a <laughs> bit excessive for me for a rewatch. Because I, uh, I, I loved it, but I just yeah. I don't know if I want to yet. Because I mean, like, it's so it's kind of emotionally draining, more so than hereditary, almost more so than hereditary, especially with how it opens with just how she loses her entire family, and that's just crushing. Oh, just the awesome. way it opens. Yeah. And then the uh, the sacrifice scene like was really just oh the oh my god jumping yeah like I'm I'm I like th- that's a good point what you said oh it feels like we're right we're experiencing it with them like I'm watching it and I'm just like oh my god what the hell and it's so realistic you know the way that it is if it was a lesser filmmaker it would have been much more graphic you know and it's just a simple thing and you, and you're watching like oh my god that just happened like wow and. It's one of those right. scenes that you see it and you can't get it out of your mind, you know, as if you were really watching that happening. And it's it's really yeah. weird. It's also weird that the whole movie virtually is in the daylight, you know, which is pretty unusual for a horror movie. You know, it's like light. every scene, it's overly light, you know, and it's, yeah. I don't know, it's good though. Good. Movie. Yeah. And it's like, so matter of fact of like what happens, like, oh, like, no, they just jumped, like. Why are you guys freaking out? <laughs> the, the English guy's like, what the fuck did I just say? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there, no, to your point, like, about it being in the light, like, it's so well, well, and, like, the cinematography is so beautiful, too. Oh, he's, he's, yeah, his, his edits are good, transitioning from one scene to another. You know, there's a scene at the beginning when she walks into, like, her bedroom, and then it cuts to her, like, walking out of the air, the bathroom of the plane, and it's, like, this re- really oh, seamless yeah. No, it's so cool the way he does stuff. He's a really good filmmaker, and you know, it's I I hope he can kind of corral some of the some of the weird stuff for me. But <laughs> yeah, I know some some of my buddies don't like him. Yeah, like I ended my review just saying I haven't decided if I love him or hate him, but I definitely want to see more. Now, Mark, are you ready to talk monster movies? I'm sure I am. With the 1980, 1988, the blob. 1988, <clears throat> The Blob, correct? Um, released exactly 30 years after the original Blob. If it had a mind, 
You could reason with it. If it had a body, you could shoot it. The Blob. Terror has no shape. Now, uh, we're going to be offices on this one. I haven't seen the original film, but you have. But I just want to know your thoughts why you didn't didn't love this one. Um, I mean... Basically, the original one stars Steve McQueen. <laughs> um, oh, so we're trying okay. to date the film, and it's a a blob lands in th- this new blob is basically everything I can't stand about like new types of horror movies. It's like the original one, a, a blob falls to space, an old man gets it attached to his arm. They have to run him to the town doctor. That's how antiquated it is. <laughs> um, not the hospital, but there's like a 24-hour doctor's office, you know. And it, you know, there's there's no special effects. It's like he ends up dying off camera, and then it's like it, the thing gets bigger and bigger until it com- becomes very comically big at the end of the movie when it consumes a whole movie theater, which is it really looks like a five-year-old just made play-doh. <laughs> And they put in a set. It's campy, and like honestly, you could watch it with your young kids, and it's not scary or whatever. This one went for the the you know just like the, the, Wait, the so, sorry everything you were saying that was that was fifty eight. Right? What I was just saying that was fifty eight. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's the same. Okay, same it's very campy. Okay. It's the same plot basically, except this one ups the body count and detracts. The character development, you have things like, you know, the one kid trying to rape the girl in the car that's passed out, which is like so sure. anti-innocent 80s. And and then just the whole plot where, oh, it's not even an alien. The government made it to be a warrior in their wars. I'm like, this is garbage. It's the only good part about the Blob 1988 is that I didn't realize, and Matt will appreciate this. That the lead yes. guy, the lead guy, is played by Kevin Dillon. <laughs> oh God, yes, from uh, Lonnie 24. from Twenty Four, and he honestly was a good answer to like Steve McQueen's replacement. He was the best part of the movie. Everything else about it's terrible. I mean, I gave it a D. I couldn't say enough bad about it. Is, is Kevin Kevin Dillon's on Twenty Four? Kevin Dillon you, was in Twenty Four. You're thinking of um, Matt Dillon, who was in something about Mary. His more successful oh. brother. <laughs> okay. No, it look, look exactly the same, but yeah. But okay. it just, I did. It's just like it. It had, it had like a bigger, a bigger, gorier package. A bunch of characters I didn't care about, and and then the gut. In my, in my original review, I put how quaint the nineteen fifty eight one was because in. Any subsequent horror... This is before I saw this new one. In any subsequent horror movie, the military would quickly take over and not just the doctor and the local police. And what happens in the 1988 one? The military takes over. <laughs> it's like, we engineer the bio threat. It's ridiculous. I just... No, I... <laughs> I don't have any emotional connection to the 1958 one. I haven't seen it. I'm on the uh, total opposite of this one. Okay. With you. Like, I... I I don't know. I, I bought the military taking over. I thought like, okay, that feels that feels like an '80s movie with just I mean with Stranger Things nowadays, right? With like just the military freaking 
experimenting and, and stuff, right? With just the making uh, a weapon. And I, I thought I thought that choice was kind of interesting. I mean, I guess I might have liked it. I, I like the idea of it just coming from space and just wreaking havoc. But I mean, so, but I still dug that aspect of it. And I was, as soon as uh, Paul died when uh, he got the, like, I thought that was scary with the blob coming down from the ceiling and, and latching onto yeah. him. Just the way it looks, just just how everything looks for 1988. I thought it looked great. Just um, like just the body horror of his arm getting ripped off, yeah, and just his face getting melted off. I thought that looked awesome. Well, if you're going for that type of thing, I, I guess I, I guess it's just like it's like the transgression, the yeah, the transgression of movies. It's like you have the original Blob, which was just a threat from space, and now this time it's a a government created threat. You had Jurassic Park, which was just engineered dinosaurs run amok that were killing people, and then you've got Jurassic World, where they're trying to harness them for military like use. I'm like, sure. just stop. Can, stop can, with the military. Can it just be an alien threat and that be enough? Like, why does it have to be this ridiculous government plot? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think they adapted it well for the times. I mean, the military is this new. Hot ticket, I, but I got, I got what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. That that but just right there know. that I killed just... it for me. I'm like, come on. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I loved how how it looked. I loved all the kills, like especially when you see the sheriff, like on the the phone booth. That looked awesome. But but all the I guys that got killed, I, just, like, I, I thought it's great. Yeah, when he saw his girlfriend, but all the people that were like, so, like the sheriff. And the um, the girl and Paul were the coolest kid people in the movie, and they get killed in like the most gruesome way imaginable. And then like the rapist barely gets anything; you barely see it. Oh, the rapist got his hit. The <laughs> he rapist, got it. The guy was trying to rape it. He got his. Yeah. Like he, like it's like no, nah, don't, 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 don't go reaching down unconscious women's blouses. But but <laughs> but, got, but the cop freaking bobbed. The, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the cop that was the biggest jerk to, and I forgot Kevin Dillon's character's name, but the cop that was the biggest jerk to him, which, Paul McCrane. <laughs> That's the guy from RoboCop, right? It's, One no, of them? no, it's the guy Toxic from, Avenger from, it's the guy from ER and from um, 24 later on. Oh, it's uh, Graham. Yeah. Like did he? He didn't even get killed, and he was he was like giving the kid a purposely hard time, telling him what what a loser his parents were, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, could you just give that guy a break? Like his parents got divorced, his dad cheated on his mom, or his mom was a whore, and he's like calling him a loser that's going to amount to nothing. I'm like, I I hated the blob eight nineteen eighty eight. I just I'll I'll say it like that. <laughs> I hated okay. it. <laughs> I I I I loved it. I loved. I thought of. It, I mean, it's written by uh, Frank Darabont, so I thought that was kind of cool. Frank so, Darabont I mean, sounds really familiar. Yeah, he's a he did Shawshank. He did uh, Green Mile. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. So he's done some amazing things. Oh, what's uh, this? Sorry. Yeah, Paul McCrane's in RoboCop. Yeah, he is. Oh, is the he? Adventure. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, he's the one that gets. He gets the one. He's the one that gets melted. By the, the 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 chemicals, he's one of the one of the. Uh, he's one of the he's one of uh, Red from uh, that '70s show's henchman. So let me get, Smith. Let me let me get yeah. this, let me get this right. So, 
Can't um, continue from that, Bobby. What's his face? You're saying Paul McCrane is in RoboCop, and so is Peter Weller, both of whom were in 24 together. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Peter Weller yeah, is Peter RoboCop, Banks? isn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he is. he's, he's RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, he's also a professor at SU, and he was in 24. Yeah, I haven't seen 24. You're, oh, my God. I think we get to stop the podcast. Just let him go watch that. Oh, we yeah, we could do a 24 rewatch podcast. Y'all are, y'all are thinking in, in 24, and he's, Kevin Dolan was in three episodes. <laughs> so that's why I was like, I don't know. Oh, but he's, from he's in three memorable episodes. Is, Wait, is who, is? who is? One of the worst. Kevin Dolan? One of the worst in size <laughs> in the history of the series. Like, universally accepted that it is. Okay, so you guys are the kind of fans that are like, okay, if you're on 24, that's what I know you're from. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> well, I, I, knew, I knew Paul McCrean from ER way back before 24, so. Well, Kevin Dillon's not in anything else, I don't think. I'm sure that he's he in, is. Uh, but. <laughs> he was in the 2005 Poseidon. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, the one with Rick, with Dick Dreyfus? He was oh, yeah. he's, the, he's the jerky guy, right? Yeah. Actually, I I love the Poseidon Adventure, but I actually think Poseidon is pretty good. The 2005 one. I never see the first one. I saw the one with with, with who's the, who's the hero? Josh Lucas and yeah, Richard yeah, Dreyfus. Yeah. Is that the That's one you're good. talking about? Yeah, Josh Lucas and Kurt Russell. Yeah, man, <laughs> that was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sydney Poitier was he in it? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He's never in any movie that's great. You know, he's in. Uh, Entourage, the TV show, which yeah, I hated. Hey, honestly, I saw I saw him in this in the Bob eighty eight, and I was like, I know you, but I I literally don't think I've ever seen a Kevin Dillon movie. Well, he's, except for Poseidon. In the Blob, where he plays Brian Flagg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was he was. I mean, my headline for the Blob was I forgot the, the whole thing, but saved only by Kevin Dillon. He was I loved him in the Blob. He was <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I'm not trying to change your opinion on it, but I, I thought it was great. Like, with all the, the sequences in the, in the sewers, too, and then that kid coming out of the thing all melted. That if that's was, all you want to see is, is gore, then so sure, great. it's great. There's no story. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I think the structure is good. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't really need a story for a blob no, but coming I need, down to kill people. <laughs> but I, but I, need, I, just, I just want structure. But I need to care about any of the characters, which I didn't. So that was the problem, except for Kevin Dillon. Okay. <laughs> I care about Sonny Smith's character, I think. Uh, okay. Can't remember her name, but... Sonny Smith? Is that the girl from Saw? Yeah. And I, I knew her from Saw, so it's like... Yeah, what? and apparently she's best known for the blob. Oh, and God, I was, like, was she the one the that got... Was she, your, was, was she a kid? Nah, she's, uh, she's the main one. The main uh, Teenage final girl. You, she's who's Shawnee Smith? Is she's the one that's in the reverse bear trap in Saw One? Yeah, she oh, survives. She's, yeah, and then she's the who then becomes the killer villain. And yeah, by Saw Saw Eighteen, she's the <laughs> she's bad guy. Um, and then I think Saw Twenty Two, she replaces Jigsaw. <laughs> There's so many Saw movies, dude. I hate sequels except for Paranormal Activity. There's, you know, I actually like, I like, I like, I kind of like the new, the, I like Jigsaw, the new one that I came hate, out uh, two years ago. I hated it. <laughs> oh. Except the, I thought it was kind of clever. That's just me, but, um, we're ready to talk about Adam Sandler. That was just a bad attempt at a 
Oh, my internet just went out. Uh, UB Halloween. You generally. Or a Halloween comedy on a horror podcast. Halloween's upon us. Guy, Hubie Dubois is the nicest guy in this town. Here is some happy Halloween word searches. You can pass it out to the kids. Thank you so much. The supermarket selling expired bacon. Janet at the library has not been herself lately. I heard a voice in the sewer. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize. Yeah, so uh, I my friend recommended that I watch this, uh, but he likes Adam Sandler movies, and I I usually don't. And then he said, "Oh, but this is good." And then I started watching it. <laughs> about 15 minutes into it, fell asleep and kind of woke up occasionally throughout it and was just like more enjoying sleeping than just would quickly go back to sleep. So if you like Adam Sandler, if you think, you know, acting a fool and, and talking in a weird voice is entertainment, then you'll, you might like this. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But. Now you, you literally didn't press pause. You were just like, okay, Dan, Daniel wanted Daniel put this on. I'll, I'll watch it. But the only reason I watched it, I had to be awake because of the because of the podcast. That was the only reason I wanted to watch it. And then I was just like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's really not that good. I mean, do you, no, Matt? Did not. you like? I mean, it, any it, of Sandler's movies? Did you like like Happy Gilmore? Did you like Big Daddy? I hate those movies. Okay, then obviously Wait, you what? wouldn't like this. I've never seen. Okay, this was not for you. <laughs> not even like like his SNL stuff. I can't stand him. He's he's, he's ignorant. Yeah, I like, I like Happy Gilmore. I like I love Happy Gilmore. I like Billy Madison. I love The Waterboy. I actually really like Anger The Longest Yard. Like, I, I like him. Yeah, I love Anger Management. Like, I like a lot of Anne Sandler movies, but yeah. not from the past 10 years. I mean, obviously, like, I love Uncut Gems. But, like, comedy-wise, the past 10 years, don't know if I've liked one. I mean, I thought Murder Mystery was passable, but this is just... So you hated Clubby Halloween? Oh, yeah, Hubie. Hubie? Is that how you pronounce <laughs> it? Hubie. Rhymes with QB, as they as they freaking ran into you the whole time because that's his nickname from bullies. And um, it peaks with uh, a cameo from Ben Stiller reprising his role from Happy Gilmore. And, and the opening uh, scene. Please. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It peaks there. It peaks in the opening scene. And he's what, what, what does he say? Oh, you gotta. He, he says something. Oh, you gotta something so for your that? pee-pee. Who was that Ben Stiller character? He was the oh, orderly. Well, Happy Gilmore when uh, he was the orderly. Yeah, he was the orderly. <laughs> the went the with movie. the grandma and he was cruel to the grandma. And he so was, you was like, to, can you have to be like an Adam Sandler junkie to get some yeah. drugs. Okay, that could be why also I didn't like it. <laughs> but I'll, also, I'm an Adam Sandler junkie and I, I didn't like it at all. I mean, uh, and Julie Bowen was the love interest in Happy Gilmore too. Or Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen. Bowen. Yeah, she's from Modern Family. She was in Law. Yeah. She's really good. She was in Dawson's but, Creek as well. <laughs> but she's like, really? In season, she was Dawson's aunt. I forgot what season it was. Oh. See, I, <laughs> I, like her, I like her as an actress, but with this, just with this, like, her trying to legitimately deliver the dialogue, it's like, like okay, like, this is, you're, you're, you can't take it seriously. And there's no body here it's just basically hey steve buscemi's uh, a werewolf hey rob schneider is doing a halloween bit uh, escaping from a mental asylum because he wants his werewolf buddy back yeah. uh hey june squib uh big spoiler june squib is uh, getting back at the townspeople for making fun of hubie it's just idiotic it's it's not a plot it's just hey 
Adam Sandler, do you want to make a Halloween movie? And he's like, yeah, I mean, they did give you an Oscar nomination for Uncut Gems. Let's do it, dude. Let's make it as bad as possible. And it is. And I mean, like, I, it lost me when he did the, and this was eight minutes in, he lo- it lost me when he, he <laughs> caught the, the, he caught the eggs, did the thermos bit, and then he drank it in and he, uh, oh, Rocky style. And then he vo- projectile vomits. Oh, and he was riding so the bike. Yeah, I, I yeah. hate vomit. And it was, that, that was yeah. one of the first things. I was just like, all right, are you, like, I don't want to watch this. This is yeah, garbage. Honestly, honestly, I was like, you know what? If this if this is the kind of humor that you're going back to, Adam, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I got a piece of poop. Like, oh. <laughs> That's I'll pretty just, good. I'll be over here uh, reading a book. Thanks. <laughs> and then. And it's just so many cameos, like Karen Boney from, or Karen Bonney from uh, Jesse. Like, he's he's not believable as a mean, mean kid. He's, the, he's the, the bully Mike. If you oh. even stayed awake long enough to find yeah, that out. Part that the only, I saw Busami, um I saw his cameo. He looks really old, too, which was weird. He is really and old. Then, uh, <laughs> he probably is, like, in his 60s. Yeah, I guess. Did, was... did you see the Rob Schneider? Were you awake for the Rob Schneider reveal? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah. okay, what did, what I kind of laughed at that because I knew Rob but I didn't know what it <laughs> was. Almost as unforgivable as Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider would be on that list too. So, <laughs> you know what? I used oh, to like. I, did, I was a fan. I, I do like some Rob Schneider movies because I had I love mid, mediocre mid two thousands movies, so I just have terrible taste in general. I think the only Rob, the only Rob Steiner movie I liked was Deuce Bigelow. Home Alone Mayo too. Gigolo. Yeah, Deuce Bigelow wasn't bad. Oh, don't Home Alone too. Oh. No, the only only good Rob Steiner movie, Home Alone too. Oh, that's right. He plays the hotel major D or whatever. Yeah. Right? He has to that's be the, the main movie. actor for it to be a Rob Steiner movie. He can't be in one scene for it to <laughs> be a Rob. He's in. He's an integral part. Not really. He's in what three, four scenes of Home Alone too. Yeah, Have you like, seen that awesome Kevin Dillon show? What, 24? Yeah. Like, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, like calling, exactly. it's like calling Home Alone the Donald Trump movie because he was in one thing. <laughs> like, I, I, I thought you had uh, Keith Dillon confused with Kiefer Sutherland. And I was like, wait. No, like, that was that, the not a 24. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the funny thing is Hubie Halloween, I think that's strictly a Netflix original, right? Yeah, it is. So, I mean, they're part of his contract. They're usually excellent. I mean, their, their Christmas movies are amazing. I'm getting very excited for, you know, a hundred sappy love stories that are all exactly the same, but, like, they're done really, really well. And, and most of the Netflix things are really good. Their other horror, like, their series are good, you know? So this one was just, I don't know, this was a clunker. Yeah, I like Netflix movies. And it's just it's just Sandler being like, hey, just just do what you want, really, essentially. We don't yeah. need a plot. We just, we just want to feel good. We have you funny voices. Well, that's, and, what they, yeah. that's what they wanted. It's like you watch if you like Polly Shore, you'll watch a Polly Shore movie. If you like Adam yeah. Sandler, you'll watch this. You know. Yeah. Polish. And like, I'm, I'm, an, I honestly, I think I'm an Adam Sandler apologist for some of his movies, <laughs> but just for the bad ones, it's like I no, like oh, some man, of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I went. Oh, oh man, when I started my blog, uh, I had a whole month of Adam Street, like just Adam Sandler movies. And it was, there were some good ones. Some of it was just really, really bad. I'm going to have to go back and read these. 
Yeah, um, probably like from 2013, 2014, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the only movie that I watched with that of Stanley that had a really profound impact on me was Click. It made me want to kill myself. It was one of the most depressing movies I've ever you don't seen. Like Click? Click. You don't like it? I love it. It's just, I mean, I give it a C, oh, but it's okay. depressing. I don't love it. It's just, it was good, but it was the most depressing movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay, but you see, when you say, like, that's a common phrase when people don't like Adam Sandler. I want to kill myself. No, you know? I mean, so it made me, it made me clinically it. depressed and I wanted to kill myself with a razor. Uh, it was really depressing. <laughs> well, I have crippling depression. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is it, he's in it doing that stupid voice? It's no, it's be... nothing like that. It's not anything. No. He probably would be a good serious actor, but I don't know. Yeah. It was but... more serious than some of his other stuff, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't seen Punch Drunk Club, but yeah, I... He he's a good actor when he really wants to be like Uncut Gems, and uh, I haven't seen that. He's good in Spanglish, which was kind of semi-serious. Well, he was, he was the only thing good about Spanglish, <laughs> if you ask me, <laughs> and that's saying a I, lot. <laughs> I have not seen that in a while. I don't even know if I watched it in its entirety, but I watched it. It's enough of rough it to know. sometimes. Like Taylor Leone's oh. character drives me insane, and uh. We're getting off topic here, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> rain over, sorry, rain over me though. I thought he was great in that. I gotta rewatch it. I didn't love it back then. Okay, that's fair. Anyway, um, do I have any more thoughts about Hubie Halloween, or should we just throw that in the trash? Well, trash. You, it's a digital okay. copy, so you can't really throw it in the trash. But I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Just go throw your TV. I out. mean, you can make, you can, you could illegally torrent it. Put it on a disc and then throw it in the trash. We don't, we don't advocate piracy on this podcast, Dan. Our Five years in prison and $500,000 yeah. fine. Just say no. <laughs> Just say no. Just say no. Yeah. Just say no. <laughs> did, did you guys have those uh, like commercials in front of DVDs that was like, you wouldn't steal a car? Yeah. You wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't download a So movie. why do you think this is okay? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was so 2005. Yeah, they are still on some of the ones from Netflix when I get the discs, and I turn it on. It'd, oh it'd be funny Wait. if those advertisements were on the front of, like, Gone in 60 Seconds about stealing cars. That'd be even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you, you, still, you still rent, like, physical copies from Netflix? I do, yeah. I get one one at a time. What was the last one you got? Uh, Christmas Evil, which we'll be posting tomorrow. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't uh... wait. <laughs> oh, real win. See, I don't think we have uh, the option to rent. Yeah, I don't think you guys, yeah, you guys don't. No, you guys do have the option. Dan, you do have the option. I've just been told that the Canadian, the collection of DVDs or Blu-rays that are available to you is worse than the United States version of it. I mean, I looked, I looked it up like a couple months ago, and it wouldn't give me an option to uh, to rent physically. Well, it's called. There's two different things. If you go to Netflix. It just does the streaming. You have to go to dvd.netflix, and I don't know if, if it's .ca in Canada. It's like they're two different apps on my phone. It's They're, they're not the same app. It's weird. Yeah, see, yeah. dvd.netflix.com. It won't, it, and I oh. go on it, and it's like, nah, fam, you're, you're Canadian. Get out of here. Hmm. Guess- yeah, no non-U.S. customer error page is what I get. All right. So check out that link I dropped in the chat. This thing's been going around like on every social media site. If you guys maybe have seen it, it's like these scientifically scariest movies. Oh, I couldn't access the thing. I'm oh, I of... saw that, but I couldn't really read it. I couldn't read so, the, the font of it. Here we go. 
I thought that was like oh, you're oh, you're sending so- like the ring and making us watch it, and then she was gonna kill me in seven days or something. The ring came in eleventh. Did you watch the ring? You were you were talking about. I it. haven't yet. No. So that's another. That's a night one. I have to. I have <laughs> to see dark, why these are. It. Are these video? Is it a video or I'm looking like? Oh, these are the ones. Yeah, this like well, they 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 rank as the scariest movie scientifically sinister, which was not scary at all. I mean, they have, they have dark skies on here, number thirty. Like, nah, nah, fam. You know, I mean, just looking at the top ten, like so actually, Conjuring, I agree with Paranormal Activity. It follows really good. Baba Duke, really good. Oh, I love the Baba Duke. Yeah. So I I thought Sinister was pretty creepy. I thought that was scary. Like watching no, that scariest movie of all time. No, no, I mean, but watching that on Halloween night in 2012, like that, that shit was pretty creepy. Uh, Did you do that? Yeah, uh, I always, on Halloween I always go to the movie theaters because I, I just I can't handle the doorbells. I'm a I'm a Scrooge. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna worry about that now. <laughs> yeah, fair. Oh, theaters are opening. I guess here you just you're gonna have to wear a mask. I mean, yeah, ours were open for a bit, but I just I didn't. I just didn't go. I was like, you know what? I yeah, I, I don't want to die for Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to sit there wearing a mask either. Yeah. And I mean, the problem is that other people are going to take a... Like, I would keep my mask on the whole time, but the problem is other people are going to be eating their popcorn and they're going to take their masks off. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good list, though. Um, was, the, was there another film that we needed to discuss? Do you guys want to wrap it up? Because... We sure can. What, Matt, you didn't have anything else to discuss, did you? No, I think that's all for me. All right. Well, then we will, um, we can, you know, Daniel, you can introduce your, your, how to find your blog if you'd like to. Sure. So I'm at filmcraziest.com. Uh, film. Do I need to spell it out? Cause no, I mean, film craziest. Crazy. You're the craziest yeah, film. Spell, spell um, film with a page now. Yeah. That's how the cool kids are doing it, and then the craziest is a K. You know? <laughs> no, um, but no, just just the way it sounds. And I'm on Twitter at, at Daniel Prin, uh, P-R-I-N-N. Uh, and, then, yeah, and then I do interviews now, podcast interviews, and I also do uh, uh, semi-episode podcast called The Decom Team, where we, me and my buddy do uh, Disney Channel original movies. But uh, I need to post more episodes of that because I haven't lately. <laughs> well, you'll get on it. Yeah. And and Matt, do you want you want to introduce your 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 horror um, novella? Yeah. Well, you can find uh, me at mattcristo dot com, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mattcristo, and yeah, I got a book for sale on my website. And uh, we actually just hit forty copies sold. So uh, nice. You get on that. Get on that train. And, That's great. <laughs> I own a copy. Choo-choo. It's a very good book. So I I'll, I'll vouch for you. That's right. Thank you. And and you can find our website at the Movie Buff, um, www.themoviebuff.net, posting content um, daily. We've uh, done a lot of Halloween movies and then kind of going to hit a lull, but we're going to get into some holiday films and we'll be doing a Christmas podcast, correct? Hell yes, yeah. sir. All right. So we'll wrap it up and thank you for joining us and thank you, Matt and Daniel. Have a pleasant evening.